Hey guys, it's your girl Day. And this is Honey. And you are tuned into Thoughts, Thoughts from a Walking Lotus. Lotus. And thank you guys for coming back today. Um, we are so excited to have you on yet another episode. Um, we will be picking up where we left off last time. Uh, this is part two to the mental health topics. Um, so if you guys got something out of it last time, um, definitely appreciate you trying to go on this journey again. Um, <laughs> not to mention, we will throw out these disclaimers really quick. Um, just to let you guys know, we are no shape, weight, or form any professionals. Um, we are just speaking purely from experience or from uh, people that we've seen experience certain uh, battleships throughout their lives. Just so we can have this information out there, we have the National Helpline, and their hotline is for mental health is 1-800-662-4357. Again, if you know anybody or if you yourself need to speak to someone um, just on some tips that we may need, maybe didn't cover that grade or you just feel like you need to speak to someone that you don't know, um, definitely if you don't know us personally, get to know us, but we're here for you. But like I said, if you need to, um, turn to professional health, uh, healthcare, 1-800-662-4357 and Honey's Kitty will also come by and make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry if you guys yeah. hear in the background. <laughs> she is very vocal today. So <laughs> is that the one that went to the vet or no? <laughs> no, I think actually I think that was uh, my other one, Marcus. It's the bigger one. Yeah. The little one, she has like a little small meow. <laughs> but he yeah, he's he's loud. That's <laughs> he's hilarious. Hear from a mile away. <laughs> <Meow>. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I love it when cats like hop into a session like I'll watch a YouTube video <laughs> and you see the cat walk by or something. Yup, yup. <laughs> hey, and honestly, y'all, animals are great companions when it comes to mental disorders and stuff like that they can really help yes so, and if you speak that to your there. doctor you will actually be able to because you know most places if you rent they're very strict they don't want to allow not even you know not even if you have a small pet they will not allow you to have one but if you go to your doctor get a note and have your pet even if you just have your pet certified as a um, support animal Boom. Um, I know it was a little hard last time. We were diving deep into uh, some mental health topics, and we are picking back up today and talking on a few others uh, just to make sure we cover the majority of the bases, you know, just some commonly known um, mental health issues that are going on because we felt that it was really important, especially when. You know, everybody kind of goes into isolation mode. It's winter time. At least it is here. I don't know what part of the globe you're on, but here in Kentucky, it is very cold and it was a very snowy Christmas. So like uh, there's and, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. So a lot of things are getting shut down as we speak. So, um, yeah, there when you go into isolation mode like that. It, it gets really easy to slip into, you know, depression, 
or be stressed out of the unknown so you're constantly living in fear that's anxiety playing in which we talked about but today we wanted to touch on a couple new topics uh that kind of play into those other uh mental health issues as well so take your time in listening to what we have to say and if you feel that uh, you're not ready to hear what we have to say right now come back at a later time and definitely mm-hmm. you know take your time hearing what you got to do to heal um, also be sure to seek out professional help with your doctor um, honey weren't you saying something about pets earlier yeah yeah oh yeah because when we heard yeah, the cat me on the background <laughs> I was just I also wanted to bring to everybody's attention that the fact that animals are a really great companion mm-hmm. when it comes to having mental disorders and stuff like that it's really great to have there have a cat or a dog yes that something really that makes you want you. to move like you have to tend to mm-hmm. it don't get a fish <laughs> i mean you can it's gonna be pretty and all you can decorate it which might be fun but you know you need something that's gonna hold you accountable and make you have to get up because when you're dealing with mental illnesses, you tend to take lose uh, lose track of the day's time and yourself. Like you'll lose track of your mm-hmm. hygiene. So, yeah. Like I know um, my dog. She will cry if I she doesn't see me eat after a certain point of the day. Like she will cry because she's like, "Why haven't you eaten? I don't really want to eat without you." So. You know, it's just like little routines you establish and making yourself get exercise because that's also a big part of mental health, which people don't realize how much your physical and mental health play into each other. But mm-hmm. yes, they're really big. Yes. yes. Plus also just want to add that honestly with animals, it's really comforting to have something that cares for you that won't judge you. You know, Ooh. animals are, they don't, they're not judgmental at all when it comes to human beings. That's one of the hardest things it takes for us to open up is not being judged so when you have something like a, a cat or a dog or whatever you know, type of animal companion you, you choose to have it's like having somebody that's going to love you regardless of who you are regardless of your faults without judgment you know without that malice in their heart so honestly that's one of the other reasons why I just love animals yeah they have <laughs> such unconditional you know. love like have you ever just stepped yeah. on your dog or cat and be like they, you like your heart breaks but they're like eh, I bounce back like I love you <laughs> like literally they don't even care half the time when it comes to tell you they are bulletproof mm-hmm. man <laughs> all of them I'm so glad Fuck. you mentioned that though that was really important and like you know you can get an emotional support animal easily all you need is a letter from your doctor stating that you need it based off you know your diagnosis but you do have to be diagnosed uh, diagnosed in order for that to happen. Yeah, you have to have a therapist and everything sign off on it and stuff like that. Sometimes, so yeah, sometimes. It's not always needed, but, you know. Mm, oh, really? Yeah, because I, I was able to get Sasha without, uh, without a therapist. Um, but like I said, I've had that history for so long of, the anxiety and depression that it was it just kind of worked itself out but yeah definitely find you a therapist that works for you not everyone's the same and nowadays yep yes (laughs) (laughs) yes that's that's the one thing i think is really important because a lot of people are like you know therapy just isn't for me and really it might just be that you didn't find the right therapist with the right technique to help you 
and, that, um, and that's very true. Yeah. I remember that when mm-hmm. I was diagnosed many years ago, my doctor did try to get me in with a therapist, but uh, it was only based off what my insurance would cover, which, you know, I was going to get seen once a month. Please, Jesus. please hold on. <laughs> Mind you, someone who is dealing with like very much chronic anxiety and depression that is uh, at a very mild to accelerated rate um, and high functioning at that. Tell me how God. work how that works that you see someone for less than an hour. Um, I'm about to say it's probably an hour a month. Exactly. What what, what progress? That? It's like, hold on. Make sure you take your notes every single day. So what are we gonna do? Go over my entire journal because it's gonna take me a whole <laughs> journal to catch you up on how everything has been. You no, sir. What? So find what that- works for you. There's <laughs> apps, y'all. There, go do some research. Like I'm telling you. I wish I knew because I I didn't want after I was like that was it for me like I had that bad experience and I was like this is a joke who will heal with no one to listen to you and you know like I, I'm better off you know healing myself and talking to friends than I was to sit there and depend on a professional for once a month but like I said mm. that was my case not everyone is the same you may find something you may even actually be able to afford someone that's worthwhile but do your research when you're walking into their office. Like, make sure you know who you're connecting with and who you're going to open up with. You don't just want to speak to a stranger that is not giving you any substance or hearing you out, creating that sacred space. Like, we are trying to create for you guys to at least absorb and reflect on yourself. Um, yeah, and real quick, I think you actually brought up a really good point, which I think we should have, make that a topic is like the accessibility to mental health care. Because that is a really big thing I didn't think of for a second. But it's like, yeah, when you don't have the money, it's really hard to actually get that health care. Yeah. Know? So, and then on top of that, when you're, you know, mentally distraught, it's hard to have a balanced life. So it's it's so much. So I think that should be another topic for a young mind sometimes. If anything, I'll be on. more than happy to at least make a post of, like, different places that you can connect to aside from the uh, national hotline. So... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be neat. Yes. Definitely work on that like a little thing, like a little mental health almost like, like guidebook. Yeah, you know? almost like a little slideshow. So I'd be happy to do that because this is how much this topic is it, it matters and I think the whole world could benefit from because when you're in isolation and you feel like you're alone, you don't you there's there's different sides to the story that you're not quite seeing because you're so fixated on how you're feeling right in the present tense that you can't really see outside of that moment unless you have the tools or the people like the support system around. Um, And I wanted to also say that just because you're a high functioning adult doesn't mean you're perfect or normal or that you don't have any triggers that can offset you or that will, uh, or that, or excuse me, that you won't have any triggers that won't upset, offset you, but also it doesn't mean that you don't suffer from a mental health issue. Yeah, so, that's very true. That's a big thing right there. It's like the hustle culture, especially the American hustle culture is, is really toxic. It is. Um, like that, we are that's kind of like the symptom of it. working up to, some people I know work up to 16 hours a day and do that multiple Ooh. times a week. 
Um, and so I can't say nothing. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I mentioned. I knew him. I mean, just so you know, I'm not making it up. <laughs> but listen, present. Listen, and people like that. People. And I know, like, even if you say you work like one job, but you're working constantly on another endeavor outside of your nine to five. Like, you count in this, too. Don't think you're slick. Just because you're, like, on top of your P's and Q's and that you're crossing off all, dotting all the T's and crossing off all the whatevers doesn't mean that you, at the end of the day, if you strip away all of your successes and everything you're fighting for every single day, what are you left with? And Mm. when you look at what you're left with, are you okay with what you see? Right, who you don't know how deep what you just said is like that is so profound. A lot of people overwork themselves to overcompensate for what they lack, and that's what happens. That's they feel so empty, dude. That is America. Like, people feel so empty, so they go out and work to have that you know that, that status quo to make themselves look like they're actually doing things. But really, when they get get home, there's nothing worth the substance there. They to, are you know, to meet absolutely. Them drain my dude they have nothing left to give they don't see motivation or excitement for life because they're like well I I already worked towards what I could today and that's it like there's nothing more now all I can do is just sleep because there's nothing left for real and really what are you working towards a lot of people are just working towards having materialistic things Mm. like oh my hit us home (laughs) please (laughs) listen it's so much like, I can really hit on that um, just because uh, starting out, I used to do that to where I had like three, four jobs um, at the same time when I was working. Well, it was between me doing boxing. I had <laughs> I had like two regular jobs, boxing and an apprenticeship I was doing at night. Like hmm. I was literally, I literally only was at home to sleep at that time. Right. And even though I was working towards my goals, I had to take a step back and really realize what I was doing it for, you know? And so, and just, and just a disclaimer, it's not saying that we're not, we're definitely not saying that you shouldn't work towards your goals. Oh, we're yeah. definitely not saying that there's not times where you have to put in overdrive. Right. We all know there's times you got to put in overdrive and then go straight for the goal. But the thing is that there's balance in your life. But that's not the only thing you're doing. It's just living to work. And that's your identity is a person who's busy. Like if you're gonna be that's ambitious, thing, you know? be ambitious, but have like direction with your drive because direction is mm-hmm. definitely more important than your speed. It always will be. Walked into college with a lot of people and didn't walk out with hardly any. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that those people aren't just now receiving their degrees. The same people I walked into 2014 with in college some of them have already gotten their degrees as of last year, which is amazing. So it's like that proves that it doesn't matter how long or how fast or how slow you're going, as long as you have your eyes fixated on the prize. So definitely keep your ambition as long as you know why you're doing it and who you're doing it for. So that's exactly, exactly. And so real quick, before we get into the meat of it, definitely got to do our sponsorship. So, of preach, course, preach. we're on the phone. We're on the app Anchor. They are definitely our sponsors, so we want to give a quick shout out to them before we get into the meet. But uh, Dalen, what we get into today? What's our what's our main topic? Absolutely. So, at the end of the day, 
here's what we starting off with. We've got some, we want to cover a little bit of bipolar disorder, some PTSD, um, some uh, actual psychosis, and just personality disorders, how they kind of play into these. So that's kind of what we're looking at today. Um, Mm -hmm. But before we actually dive into what uh, psychosis is and everything like that, I did want to say one thing for sure. Ask yourself when's the last time you've assessed your emotions and if you did it throughout the day or if it was just once at all. Now, if you haven't at all, I do ask that you like maybe pause this, take the time before you hear what we're about to talk about and how you can identify um, these disorders. Take a moment to check in with yourself and your emotions and just where your mental state is because uh, we don't want you to be triggered along the way. And if you are assessing yourself, we want you to be able to do that anytime you're listening to our podcast. Just definitely check in. Because if not, you won't really know what you're getting out of it, or you may not even be aware what mm. what messages really needed to be heard today. So, um, also remember uh, that one in five adults suffer from a type of mental illness, and that's, I mean, there's what it's too many people, people. Too, many. <laughs> too many to count many. or even put on the radar okay and to be honest i honestly feel like that's even i feel like it's everybody probably dealt with a mental illness at least one point in their life that's crazy one out of i five. mean even in this pandemic i'm sure there was like a spike <sighs> of mental illnesses that got facts. on the surface literally facts facts now also guys just remember that someone has also gone through what you're going through and probably is right now. So you are never alone. And this doesn't have to be a taboo subject. Like mental mental health should not be a taboo subject. Because it's very normal for your brain to have a chemical imbalance. It's very normal for outside influences to tip off your like in, inner scale. You know, we all have something that balances us and it's very easy for outside influences to kind of tip the scales. So just remember that, you know, no matter how hard it is to face what you're going through, you aren't the only one and you never will be. And that's why we've created this sacred space for you guys. That's why Rising Lotus exists. So people that are facing similar adversities can share their stories or at least tell other people what they've done to get through because I know that's the whole reason why I created this podcast with Honey. I didn't want to just do a podcast alone. Um, It's cool to do my own posts and stuff like that for Instagram but for the podcast I really wanted someone else's uh, voice to weigh in on mine. I really wanted someone to check the balances and you know I think honey does a great job of that so she thank you yes (laughs) like you bring in so much like she has her own experiences to talk about and so it's better than just one-sided information and that's how I want it to be a grand scheme of things I don't want it to just be one-sided us giving you all this information we want to collaborate with you guys so again 
we very much appreciate you even tuning in today at all. Yes, yes. And I just want to say, too, like what Dalen said, it's really powerful. Like, we want to hear y'all's stories as well because even me and Dalen's stories is, is not everything. Like, mental health is so multifaceted and has so many layers and has so many points of view that I, me and her can't touch on it at all. So I think really just with everything in life that when you can bring a lot of people and bring all the points of views together, you create a full and complete picture. You do. And so... You know what I'm saying? So we're trying our best to... We're trying to grow you guys and heal know. with y'all, yeah. you know? Sure. We're trying to let you guys know you guys aren't alone with things that you've dealt with. We see you. We hear you. We feel you. We've, we've dealt with things. And and uh, we're just... We're, we're here. we all just here trying to make it. We're here, <laughs> guys. So, yes. And the, and the best thing is, is you're tuning into this because you know it's food for your soul and it's food for your mind to heal. And that's the same thing that we're trying to do. So honestly, let's give ourselves a pat on the back and and have gratitude for the fact in the willpower that we want to change and that we want to be better, that we're seeking out avenues to try to do that with our lives. Because a lot of people don't even get to that point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure me and Dalen both know some grown people who are grown kids who are really, who never, who never grew up, who never worked on themselves and it shows and it's so obvious. And so honestly, this is a big step. tend to burn so many bridges. Like, I'm glad you said that. Like, I literally watched someone that is like, double my age crumble at their this point in their life because they didn't realize how much baggage and childhood traumas they were carrying since the beginning of time and it was easier Mm -hmm. for them to deflect their issues and their downfalls on other people because they thought they did no wrong they it was easier to point finger and blame than to take accountability and realize (laughs) yo I, I need to know why I'm upset and what's triggering me. That's why you got to listen to define your triggers. That's why you need to do the shadow work in order to heal from your childhood traumas. Now, if any of those topics sound familiar, go back and rewatch them. Now, all I can say <laughs> is <laughs> um, we definitely wanted to make sure that, you know, um, we, we also, even if we don't personally have uh, these issues that we're dealing with um, we are not insensitive to them or not aware that they exist and we want everyone to know that you are heard so like with that bipolar disorders for, or excuse me not bipolar what what was that with psychosis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first off I just I'm reading off of the side right now just about the definition of psychosis because of course again I'm not a professional. I want to give you guys the definition from a professional's point of view, and then we can talk about it from our personal points of views. Thank and you so, for that. Uh, of course, just you know, just to give that disclaimer out there, <laughs> always, always. Um, so it says, "What is psychosis?" And the word "psychosis" is used to describe conditions that affect the mind, where there has been some loss of contact with reality. So when someone becomes ill in this way, it is called a psychotic episode. During a period of psychosis, a person's thoughts and perceptions are disturbed, and the individual may have difficulty understanding what is real and what is not. Symptoms of psychosis include delusions, false beliefs, and hallucinations, you know, seeing or hearing things that others do not see or hear, a little bit like schizophrenia. Uh, So other symptoms include incoherent or nonsense speech and behavior that is inappropriate for the situation, a person in a psychotic episode 
may also experience depression, anxiety, sleep problems, social withdrawal, lack of motivation, and difficulty functioning overall. So uh, pretty much what that, what, what my interpretation of the official definition of that is that's the breaking point right there. Um, so uh, I was talking today when before we even started the podcast, it sounds like uh, there's, if I can find it down here, I'll uh, share it with you all, but it's, I read that there's like two forms of it, like the short term and the long term. So hmm. that definition is kind of more so, um, like the long term is more so what you think of when you think of an insane asylum, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody, um, uh, was the breaking point, rather, it was uh, situations and events that led up to their life, um, a condition that they were born with. Um, I've actually met some people who were on drugs or like to take a drug and were never the same and just went straight crazy. Uh, but pretty much uh, that's like the long term. And then we also have like the short term to where you're just disconnected from reality, your life situations, things have gotten so crazy to the point to where you're just disconnected. Um, and, and, and just like uh, the definition was saying, to where you're just, you know, you're just disturbed and you may have difficulty to understand what is real and what is not. That can definitely happen to you if you don't take care of your mental, um, your mental state situation, yeah. yeah, your mental situation before things get really bad. And so I think that's where um, prevention becomes really important so that we don't get to these points to, to, or, you know, we don't get to these breaking points. So um, that's definitely just touching on psych- psychosis. That is the uh, official definition, and that's kind of my take on it. So how about you, Damon? I think that was beautifully put. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to add on psychosis other than just know that, I, and I'm only saying this because I, I know someone that sadly went through this, and it's very, mm. uh, it's very scary, not just for the people around, but for the people, for the person going through that within themselves. Because I've also talked to that person and it's, it's just so sad. It's a very sad situation to be in because I, I've literally seen this person like, and sometimes I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes um, I want to say uh, drugs and like uh drug abuse can become what's the word i'm looking for it can become like a gateway to psychosis like a psychotic break Um, definitely because i think that was the case for someone that i knew unfortunately they were working really yeah they were working really hard um we're trying to keep their mental health in check but it was a constant fighting battle because they were also dependent on certain drugs and they were so used to doing them just for the heck of it. You know, it's not like they were true fiends, but that was just where they were in life. And mm-hmm. it got addictive and out of hand. And next thing you know, it went from I'm completely done with this and I'm sober to I fell off the face of the earth kind of because um I had a psychotic breakdown and I, you know, I I had to get help, like actual real help. And that's the thing to actually know, like you have to be aware, you have to know who you are and how you act in order to know that something is off about you. And typically 
your closest friends or family will be the ones to call you out on it before you do realize it yourself um Mm -hmm. so definitely it's good to keep yourself surrounded by people when you know you're going through a tough time no matter how you feel um it's always good to have a line of support because you never know when you're gonna need it or like we said in the last one like if you just feel like you're on that last straw like definitely don't be alone get the help you need um but like I said my friend she was going through a psychotic break and uh, it was definitely dependent on drugs and it affected uh, affected a lot of things in their life but they were able to turn around and now they're doing much much better thank God um, because they were willing to seek out the help and, and proactively want better for themselves because I noticed that she was like I said I'm sober I'm doing good I don't want to do this anymore I won't mess with that anymore and then boom um psychotic break hits just out of the blue it and it was Mm -hmm. probably like a withdrawal symptom or something I'm not a hundred percent but um that Mm -hmm. that situation kicked in and next thing you know um you know like right before the break hit actually that's what I've been trying to say right before the psychotic break hit they were at an all-time high (laughs) I mean the happiest if you ever notice somebody is extreme like they don't have a reason to like unless they won the lottery and they're at that level of excitement and they had no reason to be that hype and it's a regular ass Monday please go check on your friend something is wrong with your friend something is wrong with your loved one and like all jokes aside that all-time high that I noticed was the last time I saw my friend before the psychotic break and boom wow. so I mean you, you know you have to be on top of it it's it's like it's like it's uh like that one post that like check on your smile like your friends that are always happy making everybody else laugh like you never mm-hmm. know what's going on Behind, behind the doors yeah you don't you really don't know and also actually um Speaking of drugs related to like psychotic breakdowns and stuff like that, if you guys are more interested, if you maybe are going through this and you want to um, like hear stories from other people who are going through this, uh, really quick, we're in no way affiliated with them at all. It's just something I actually watch um, just to, I, I just love listening to other people's stories and stuff like that. It's actually a, um, a page on YouTube called uh, Soft White Underbelly. And it's it's really powerful. It, it's really raw. It's people's life stories. Um, a lot of it is like drug addicts, prostitutes, um, mm-hmm. etc. People who went down the bad road in life and what led them there. And it's really powerful. You should sit there and it, it helps you understand humanity better. So definitely, if you are interested more so in mental health, maybe if you're going through things, it's always good to hear other people's stories so you can relate. You can get strength from it. Um, things like that and also just to understand why the way we are you know why the way we are you know as human beings so it's definitely a really um, interesting look if you guys are ever interested especially when it comes to psychotic breakdowns and then like of course dealing with drugs as well so yeah I like that thanks for sharing that what was the name again it's called soft white underbelly soft white underbelly yeah it's it's actually crazy they were um uh, the dude who uh, runs the channel, he was he's interviewed so many different types of people from like pimps. There were KKK members. What? There were 
Yes. Um, there was uh, people who actually from here from Kentucky, mm-hmm. but they were uh, incest. Oh, of incest. Of course. Why, <laughs> like, it, right, why did that happen? That's, that's what we got. That's what, that's what we got. Yeah, that's, that's what we get. I what promise we don't kiss our cousins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's just a certain few of us, but it's crazy. Right. That's, listen to their stories. Crazy. Yeah, they're crazy, but when you listen to their stories, you it, it's, it's crazy how people think and live. There's We really don't understand there's so many different realities in this world that we just are so disconnected from because we never knew existed or never knew people would think that way or act that way. So that's really a good channel to just watch and listen to people's stories and really get a feel for like how things come about. So, yes, yeah, Soft White Underbelly YouTube. Um, I love YouTube. Definitely. Yeah, I love YouTube too. Yeah, very raw. They definitely are not censored. They're going to tell you exactly what happened. So if you are easily triggered, you're not over things. Maybe, maybe you know, tread lightly. Um, there you go. Tread lightly. Always with the disclaimers out here. We got to. So oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to turn it over to some trauma-related disorders. Uh, really quick, just shifting a little bit of gears. Um, and I'm also looking through this betterhelp.com uh, uh, that is going through um, some healthcare professionals that explain uh, all of the different types of disorders. Some we have not covered, um, but we just touched on some common uh, disorders that we thought would that you guys would find helpful if we covered. Um, so when something extremely distressing happens to you or when you have uh you might have a mental health problem trauma typically related to mental disorders are reactions to anything disturbing terrifying or life-threatening as an event Mm. so i'm sure a lot of you have heard ptsd have heard it in music you've suffered it in some shape way or form um ptsd is it's a trigger for sure so trigger it brings you back to uh, an event that was frightening or ha- made you uh, feel uncomfortable or kept your guard up or you're just reliving. So like um, any event of stress or being in combat. So any of our military people, um, mm-hmm. thank you for your service. And I'm sorry that you're, you know, scarred from what you had to go through and live through. And I'm also sorry for anyone who is dealing with any of these mental illnesses especially PTSD because it is not a mind over matter thing Uh, as much as people try to make it out to be a mind over matter um, it's hard because your body actually is what holds the PTSD more Mm -hmm. um, the post-traumatic stress disorder more than your actual mind does like you could literally not be thinking and we hold a lot of our pain through our through our traumatic experiences so our body so like let's say for instance you were in a car wreck and you drove down this certain part on the interstate now every time you come back from work you have to take that ramp to hit the interstate you immediately like your body does this little twin this little twitch or it tenses up constantly that is a form of post-traumatic stress disorder your body is not it is reliving the trauma it had already experienced and even though it's not happening to you right now it is constantly a trigger and makes it go through what you went through all over again um 
and it's hard to avoid um, some of the symptoms you'll notice. And these, this condition can take, I mean, many, many, up to years if you leave it up untreated, like many, many years or months. Um, so it's definitely, like I said, important to check in with yourself. Make sure you know who you are, how you were, and what you normally are doing. Because if not, you wouldn't notice the difference on how you're feeling. But some symptoms to look out for if you are suffering from PTSD are intrusive memories, nightmares, avoiding anything that reminds you of the event, any negative thoughts and feelings, being easily startled or scared, um, if you have trouble with sleeping, if you are irritable or have a lot of pent-up anger and aggression, or you feel emotionally disconnected Ooh. or numb. Those are the Ooh. biggest ones. It, it hits, it, it hits different. Because with this generation, we have tried to normalize, like, not really being fully present, like, in our friendships, relationships, life, you know, like, just to, to protect ourselves as a defense mechanism from being hurt. Um, I noticed that's been a really big thing. Yeah. It's like being heartless, you know. Oh, they heartless. They don't care. You know, things like that. We di- totally disconnected ourselves from our humanity to make sure we don't get hurt nowadays. And that is a big, big trauma, you know. Um, that, that's yeah. huge. And honestly, it's, I feel like if, you, if, if anybody's been in a, in a very serious relationship and you've had your heart broken, um, that is a very common, yeah, that's a very guarded. common uh, thing to do in your next relationship is to totally guard up, you know what I'm saying? Be totally emotionally disconnected to where if they do something this time, you won't get hurt. Um, that's definitely something I've had to deal with, and I, I completely understand how that's so toxic. Or Ooh. even worse, like, I, you know, when you've dealt with, and I have dealt with toxic relationships in the past, um, it is very easy to yep, be yep. triggered. Like if somebody <laughs> does a certain thing or, you know, if they gaslight you oh. even one time, you automatically get into this, like, your whole body does this number where you just set back to where you were in that one relationship. And it's almost like your yep. mind did a whole flip on you. And you don't know what just happened. It's like you're trying to convince yourself, like, I'm healed, I'm healed. But then for some reason... You're just like, why did this happen now? I feel so insecure and like it, it and like I'm just kind of, I'm caving right now. I'm just caving slightly, but I'm holding yeah. it together just because. And PTSD will do that. You're like numb, frozen. Like you just don't know how to navigate this situation because you're being reintroduced Ooh, to an old yep, wound. Yep, it's, it's definitely like that. And it definitely presents itself. In so many ways. Um, I mean, another way to look at this, just so yeah. we normalize it as much as we can for everybody. Another term we've always used for trauma is baggage. You know what I'm saying? People are like, don't bring baggage into your yeah. new relationship and stuff like that. Really? Mm. That's just another term for trauma, for PTSD. But we, we've all, yeah, but we write it but off. But we write it we, off. You know, we give it a name that you could just, you know, just can it for later, just save it for later. But we don't tell each other because it's inconvenient yeah. Yeah, to but the one thing person. Is we don't actually totally, you know, get taught how not to bring baggage into a relationship or into a friendship. We haven't, no, not to bring, yeah, like, yeah. to heal from it. Because you, that's the oh, only yeah, yeah, way yeah. you can let it go. You have to 
you have to bring that stuff to the surface and when it is brought to the surface you have to address it and handle it navigate it slightly better or exactly i know last time exactly i know um a good way for me that i have done that to where i don't bring old baggage into new relationships is i always it's it's literally being present mentally because the thing is is your body your mind is set to automatically yes. your body's holding this trauma right and so your mind is automatically gonna go into that state of mind as soon as something similar triggers you so for me <clears throat> i always like to take a step back first and understand that i'm not with the last person that i was with for one and apply yeah. and give the new person a chance so i don't i don't bring old stuff into new relationship relationships by trying to get my mind to understand that whether a uh, situation might seem familiar because that's why it always triggers you because it's familiar like oh you're doing the same thing oh you're saying the same thing oh, i've already been here before but you really haven't and so the thing is is that you yeah. you with somebody else maybe their reasoning is different this time maybe it was something innocent this time so it's more so uh taking a step back and trying not to think so emotionally but think objectively about the situation i've noticed that's one of the biggest things is we live in our emotions yes i like we that. live in our emotions and we let our emotions yes. control our life and that's why everything is out of spiral because we're not balanced emotionally so our life is not going to be balanced because we're living by that unbalanced emotion so we're chaotic everything when something triggers you you just automatically go with that feeling we don't ever take a step back and think about i it. would say a little mm. bit different like honestly i think we do not think with our mm. emotions a lot like we don't feel we're not fueled by our emotions we are more so using our minds we are in logical think mode and we neglect mm. our heart aspect we really do we we are not as compassionate as we should be or we don't act on emotions as we should like think about it you ever just drive by and see a homeless person on the corner of the street we don't act out of compassion mm. we look the other way and we keep pushing maybe occasionally that one time someone will stop but we're like no they're whatever they're on drugs whatever and keep it pushing like if we were really truly compassionate people we would not yeah. leave any corner untouched like I we would want everyone to be from. I think, but that's, and honestly I think it's more so of a it's a, not an all thing I think that when it comes to certain things, I think we, for me, in my personal experience, because of course I can't speak for everybody, but I think more so we come from, right. I personally have come from more of a negative point of view. And I've noticed a lot of people, when it comes to the baggage and stuff like that, when it comes to relationships, they go fully with their emotions and it's negative emotions instead of thinking mm -hmm. about why am I feeling this way? Who am I dealing with? Are they going to treat me the same way like that person? They don't think about it in a more objective way. More so is what you said is that when it comes to the world, a lot of times we are less caring and less compassionate when it doesn't come to things that affect us. And I do think that's another problem too with uh, the societies that we are so self-centered that we um, everything we only care about the problems and the things that affect our lives, and we're completely over emotional about that. But when it comes to everybody else's, we are totally detached, and I think that's another problem why we yes. can't connect on a human level because we're so in our heads and then i also know times where i've dealt with it to where i was so compassionate and caring about everybody else that i neglected myself 
So it's really, like I said again, it's, it goes mm. back to a multi-faceted. Yep. You balance. gotta find so that multifaceted balance. that there's, it's not a one size fits all. Sometimes it's gonna be too emotional. Sometimes you need way mm-hmm. more emotion. Sometimes you need to think. Sometimes you need to feel. And I think we just have to find those situations to where it applies, and then you know, and then go on from that. But so I definitely agree with you right there. Like we do definitely need more compassion in life when it comes to a lot of things because so i think honestly talking about this type of stuff we have to have more compassion for each other to actually be able to open up you know but the only way that works is if yep. someone listens i mean <laughs> yeah. fully listens like they do not inject their opinions in their position upon or or try to victimize themselves in any shape way or form you just Let's have to say, you vulnerably don't get on listen. that subject right there okay <laughs> like you know somebody who just listens to i'm telling you that's a hot the worst. they only listen to a spot and they yes. never listen to what you say they just yep so they're part and, and, they, and they, they just listen oh just to God. see one little thing yes. they're gonna fix it on one thing and then turn that it's turning around and, and they that's head, so they can say it right out oh yeah Right, you're just like, come to on. the fullest. Like, no, sir. Oh, oh, we're all triggered by that one, right? Right, that was it. Welcome Good night. That was it. <laughs> Man, listen, <laughs> trust me, I, I know. I know. It gets real in here, you guys. It gets real. <laughs> but, oh my God. No, I was. I was <laughs> Before I even like, we're gonna have to switch it up because PTSD. Dude, girl, I think I got girl, some PTSD just for talking about it. <laughs> like, come on, hello. But hello. we're being light about it because you know what? We all we all need a little bit of. You have to be able to, like, you know, one thing I do when I find myself in like long depressive funks or just. I know we're not talking about depression, but mm-hmm. that's like what I can resonate with. So when I go through my spells of my mental illness, like I just, I try to focus on music, like get something to move my body. Cause again, exercise is good. It moves, you know, it sends signals to your brain, oxygen, all that great stuff. But also I uh, yes. watch a funny show. Yes. Like I'll watch yes. stand up comedy. Yes. <laughs> like you have laughing Man. is like medicine to you your said it. whole you said it. That's actually, bro. I was like, about to say that. That's one of the things too that I have to do. Like, I don't know if you guys ever like experienced like a time to where you're just totally depressed. You can't even get up like out of bed or like you can't even just like move. You just feel numb. You just like, I'm just not here. You totally checked out. Put something funny on. Put some, have, yeah. Man, Put something funny listen, on. Move, me, move your life. Little playlist, like I have videos on YouTube. I think it's funny. I I don't know if y'all like TikTok. I got TikTok videos. I think it's mm-hmm. funny. I have like a little arsenal to where it's like a little pick me up arsenal. Trust me. Trust. And us. we all need it. Like keep go back and look at your. I know you took some random photos or videos on your phone. You had a great night, or there's a bunch of people that you miss. Don't go back if you're like in a depression because of a relationship breakup right, or anything. Don't, don't ew, go back no, and look at those. I'm talking about like <laughs> oh, go back no. now. Don't don't torture yourself, but definitely like feed positivity to yourself. So um, like the fake it till you make it. Like we're not telling you to slap on a you know a Mickey Mouse smile or nothing like that, but definitely at least like it's kind of one of those like I was telling you last time the I am affirmations like I am happy well you may not fully be happy right at the moment because you're kind of going through some things but 
know that that's what you're manifesting because you're speaking it into existence. You want it, you believe it, and eventually mm-hmm. you're going to feel it and achieve it. So you have to submerge yourself in the feeling. And you ever, hold on, hold on, while we're on that topic, you ever just, uh, you ever just like, you know, take a picture, like your mom was like, take a picture, like I want to take a picture, smile, smile, and you're <laughs> just like, face. I'm smiling. That face and smile, you know yeah. damn well that you, yeah, you know damn like, well the picture. you're not smiling <laughs> yeah. for real. And you're just they're like, all right, fine. You're not going to get to go uh, get this. Like, you're not going to get to go to the park or, you know, hang out with your friend. Okay, I'll give you a real smile. Hold on. Yeah, you got to fake it till you make it. Because guess what? Now you're happy and excited yeah. for what's to come. And that's how you need to be. You need to be excited and motivated for what's to come in your life. Oh, you're not motivated or excited about nothing. You need to get motivated and excited about something because you need to have a reason to get you through the day. And once you have a reason to push you through the next day you're gonna start the next day like even if you're feeling low even though you just hyped yourself up and you crashed again the next morning be like okay i still want that one thing though like i still want to create this business plan so what can i do today what are five things what are even if a small one big thing and like four or five small little things what can i do to make get myself one step closer to that goal that's what you need to ask yourself and that will motivate you and i bet you what if you really wanted what you claim you want i bet you money no matter what that depression no matter what that schizophrenia no matter what it is i mean given some of these disorders are so strenuous that you need to be on medication and i will say that again sometimes you need to be on medication because it it all just can't be you and like some Mm -hmm. of this is genetically formed and that's out of your control so what you can do is control yourself by being aware of your mental health issues and going to the doctor and getting and speaking to someone or a therapist that is good for you um, and get that checked out so you can be more aligned so you don't have a disruption or an excuse as to why. Because that's one thing we are not going to allow our mental illnesses become a detriment to our life. And we are not going to be co- allow our mental illness to cripple us from who we are because you are not your yes. mental illness okay i don't know if they have to hear that somebody <laughs> no trust me you're not your mental illness that is so deep and i think oh my god that um like I, i'm just trying to think right now because in my head that was one of the biggest things that i had to do was detach myself from thinking that it is an end-all, be-all type of life, right? Like, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm a depressed person. This is how it's always going to be. And I think when you look at it from a point that you, that's not who you are, that's something that you're going through and that you can overcome, it's a situation that you can get yourself up out of. Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes the power away from that mental illness and puts it in your court, and you feel you don't feel so hopeless, like there's nothing else you can do. So definitely, that's what I'm saying. Like That's so deep, and I have to just like, yeah. yeah. It, that's that's something I had to had to get through my own head, you know, like. You... And it's it's serious. Like you gotta, it's a big realization, and it's not an easy one either. But like we said, once you check in with yourself and you stay tuned, like you'll know, like you you'll know what direction is best for you and what's working for you and what techniques yep. help you through. Now really quick before we hop off here i did want to touch on one more important topic before we uh close this out um 
bipolar disorders mm. are pretty huge and commonly known. Um, they're also associated with depression and anxiety. Um, well, as you know, a bipolar disorder is pretty much an extreme mood swing. You're having them constantly. Um, you can even become, you can even fall narcissistic to this. Like that can be a personality trait that you have suffering from bipolar disorder because you believe that you are not in the wrong because you're feeling some type of way now, but later you don't. So you just feel, you justify what you feel in the moment. Um, and then you'll have moments of extreme sadness. You'll be really angry. I've, I've even talked to, like, I've dated someone that suffered from this disorder. And, oh, man, it was not, I mean, talk about toxic. It's just, it's really, like, you're going through it with them, and it's not fun. Um, you don't know if it's the disorder or if they're just <laughs> buttholes. Like, you don't know the right. difference, literally. Um you just kind of go through every day and you don't know what's what they're like unless you fully know that person inside out like y'all been married forever you really don't know what's gonna trigger them or set them off to where you could literally be having a good moment and out of nowhere it's like okay f you and i'm over this situation and it's like we can talk or we maybe won't it doesn't matter because that's how they're feeling in the moment. And you have to validate their feelings at the same time. But you also have to, it's a really hard position to be in because you also want to val, like, you want to have valor to yourself as well. Like, you don't want to devalue your uh, standards just because you know someone's going through something. And that falls mm -hmm. back to what you were saying, honey. You, you put people before mm -hmm. your own oh, needs. God. And that pe people that struggle with, this disorder it's really hard to find that balance and that's not even just relationship but that could be like you know parents family friends anybody any type of ship is just a two-way street that makes it very impossible to find common grounds when you're not even on the same playing field half the time but um also um one example i've gone through like someone i know in my family they um, suffer from this and it's really hard because they'll have a really and it's not even a good day it's like they'll just boom it could be within minutes like a 10 minute span or less you see that they're cordial they're cool and then out of nowhere they are nagging at you about one thing and it completely slides into a like it turns into a downward spiral mm. real fast you didn't know you signed up for a, a gas fight like you are literally ignited immediately and someone brought the fuel tank kerosene is everywhere i mean it can get really nasty really fast and and like if they know you they will bring out the worst qualities in you like they will push the hot buttons because they know they can <laughs> they know where to push and how far and they will go that route because they are upset and, and that's yeah, just what they're going to do. Um, and then they'll turn around and be like, what That's you the I'm okay. Why are you? Aren't you okay? I'm good. What? Or they'll come back around. Hey, can you help me with something? No, 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 sir. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I am upset that we just had a 
freaking argument for 15 minutes over <laughs> juice. Like, no. I, and I'm not even going to say it was juice, but I'm just saying in general, like, you know it wasn't worth going to that point of escalation, but you went there because they pushed the buttons because you knew that at the end of the day, they we're going through an episode. Not the juice. That's what it was. Not the juice, bro. Bro, the juice. Gamma, gamma juice. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, and one thing, you know, to look out for, you know, with these psychotic disorders, uh, anxiety, depression, um, are all associated with isolation. So although social isolation is needed for mental clarity mm-hmm. and sanity, too much disconnection yeah. is also alarming. Because overall, it can be alarming overall to your mental health. Because if you push yourself so far out, you're not going to be able to pull yourself back in as easily. And the more you do it, the further you stray. And by then you you don't you kind of sometimes and that's what happens with psychosis like you lose you lose Mm -hmm. track of reality guys like some people that have had psychotic breaks they start going on tangents like speaking really really fast at accelerated rates for no reason and they they they're like jabbering off it almost reminds you of like the crackheads that you see on the street they're like talking to themselves and they're you're just like what's wrong with them and you think they're crazy no they're having a break right now and what we think is crazy or we perceive or write off as crazy and think is funny they're really Mm -hmm. out there needing help and they just they've strayed too far because they've become isolated or nobody wanted to deal with them anymore so they had they were forced into isolation which is also a big problem in and of itself and you know what Um, it's crazy because it's again real quick y'all it's called balance that's all she's saying right there is it's a balance. You're going to mm-hmm. hear us keep saying it. But I think, too, when it comes to, like, people who are narcissistic, um, just going to that note, um, please, it's, it's, a, it's a very fine balance because, for one, it's like we don't want people to be alone. But also, you do sometimes have to distance yourself to, for your mental sanity. And so, you know, it's... it's yeah. yeah, to absorb to, if information, reflect, and heal. Like, do you, what do you think we've been doing this? Whenever the podcast didn't roll out the way we wanted it to, when we wanted it to, um, that was time. That was healing time for me. That's what I took it as. The universe said, pause. No matter what, you're going to pause. This episode will be here when you get back. But if you don't do this and kind of take care of yourself, it's going to get worse from here. And that's okay to isolate yourself and, you know, kind of regroup so you can come back stronger and better. But when you just isolate and withdraw because you don't want to be bothered or you don't want to bother other people because you're going through something that seems like you're the only you can go through it, like nobody else would have a clue in the world how to help, mm-hmm. that is when it becomes a problem. And when you kind of find yourself, that's when people turn to drugs. That's when people turn to the worst or decide to take matters into their own hands, which isn't always the best. Like, if you're taking matters into your own hands by tuning in today, I commend you. You're doing the right thing. You're you're trying to find direction, a path to grow and heal. But if you're just trying to, you know, withdraw, isolate, and 
and keep to yourself and not let the world know that you're okay and there's people who care and want to know how you're doing and you're just I don't care anymore I'm done with this yeah. you need a yeah. lot of help and you need to seek it and like I urge you to do that talk to anyone and that was willing to yeah listen. yeah definitely I, I know just want to let you guys know you guys are not alone because that's kind of how um I deal with my trauma and stuff like that when I when I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling down and anxiety stuff like that I'm definitely one of those that just go into my my little cave and I just I, I don't talk to nobody I want to speak yep I don't withdraw I, I, I can't go out I can't eat I know some people when they're depressed they eat a lot me I'm completely opposite looking at food will make me want to throw up so um yep yep yeah so I definitely I'm just let you guys know again you're not alone with that and um, it's a definitely a, de- a daily battle for me, um, trying to learn to open up and trying to learn to talk to people because it's, it's not something I'm not really used to at all uh, when it comes to my personal problems and stuff like that. Like I can tell, I can say, tell people a little bit, and I know people, you know what I'm talking about when you really don't want to open up, but you just open up just enough to satisfy people so they don't keep asking questions and they think they know about what's going on but they really yeah. don't just tell them a little bit just to satisfy it but it's like I ain't gonna really tell you the whole thing I trust me I, I'm, I'm yep I'm I'm, I'm that person that. I can put on the I can put on the happy face I can put on you won't even know I'm going through something and then if I am uh, you won't even know if I cried and I man, can be at work sitting here yeah, helping you like yeah. you wouldn't know but some people are built that way. I'm not saying that we are anybody or any better or oh, that no. we've got this thing mastered. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure what exactly got me through back then when I was going through when, you know, my spells were really bad. I don't know what got me through. I Honestly, I do. Yes, I do. I had a lot of friends. They did not give up. And at the time I had roommates that were living with me and they they knew me. So they knew when I was off. And so, like I said, you have to be surrounded by people. So if it wasn't for them, I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't be here because, and I know that's not easy to say. And and it's like, not that I'm saying that I was having harmful thoughts or anything like that, but it's just like, who knows? Like if I would have kept withdrawing and, and, you know, just straying myself further out from, you know, actual existence and social contact I don't know where I'd be to be honest I surely wouldn't be here being able to explain half of these things with you I'd probably still be feeling somewhere if I was still here you know what I'm saying I am here Um, I know yeah like you you have to be able to even if it is a nugget like hopefully someone is good enough like they're a good enough friend or or a loved one to hear that okay you're throwing me a bone but I need to dig deeper in order to make sure that you're really okay and that we're getting you the help you need because if not and they're just like oh like let's pretend let's role play like you asked me how am I doing I'm like oh, I'm doing good like it's all you know <laughs> right. I'm chilling and then I just keep it like you know I normally am right. a talker and I just left it there and I didn't even bother to check mm-hmm. on you or nothing like that was unlike me so I'm hopefully, you know, someone is cautious enough to catch that little detail, but some people might, mm-hmm. or some people don't care enough to do that. Nope. Those are not the people you want to open nope. up to and, and share that information with because you will feel unheard. And by then, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, 13 Reasons Why, very intense show, very triggering, 
but very truthful at the same time. And that poor girl, Hannah Baker, she literally marched in and was doing that. She gave subtle hints of she was literally ready to go because she just didn't have it in. She didn't have the support. No one noticed her own family didn't notice the changes going Mm. on within and around her. Um, They were not very tuned in in the own principal. That was her last stop. The principal didn't care because he has so many kids. He's just like, she's just another one probably crying over a guy that doesn't matter anymore. And really it was like her whole life was on a thread that day. She was literally making the decision. Should it matter? Does my life matter? Does it not matter? Yeah, I'm going to base it on society. And and that's what's sad. She didn't have it on herself. Me personally, I didn't base, I knew my existence mean, I, I think actually I knew that my existence was anchored here because I had so many people that cared and loved me that like internally I knew I could flip those feelings around because they weren't always there so i'm not gonna let them always stick around definitely there i think that's that really way. powerful um so i hope you guys really listen to that because um on my end i just want to give my story um kind of how i kind of help myself out um yeah just just so everybody can have yes please again do. we're just giving you know our points of views on things so you guys can bounce that off and find something that resonates with you because um unlike dalen i didn't really have that chance when I was like really really down and out to have that chance to be around people like that um who are around me so if you don't have like a group of friends and stuff like that I know for me um what really helped me out was I got to a breaking point where I was like there's something in me told me that some life has to be better than this you know what I'm saying life has to be better than that feeling that I was feeling and like yeah before I gave up it was like why don't I at least try to get what I want and so literally what the kind of that my lifeline was for one music definitely was music yeah music. yeah you, yep, you yeah, were I writing was, oh it too a lot at of my music is depressing music man oh my god oh my hey god. those those Jesus. the painful ones yeah. be the most like make I, it I or still break can't it some of that those music i wrote ones. at that time because it's just it's just too much right there i still need help from that but really, I'm not yep, gonna yep, lie. I, I, wrote I had a lot poems, of poems, songs, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I did. You know what? There's one that's so long, like it was almost half bent session, half like full on poem, and it was so painful. To this day, I, I wrote it like I think four or five years ago. Yeah. I still can't yeah, read yeah, that one all the way through. Deep, it's but, too much. I mean, yeah. So like for me, when I didn't have anybody, yeah. I had to reach into myself and really see like what what do, what did I want to be in life I think I think it was the first podcast I kind of touched on it to where I literally had to just sit down and be like okay who would I want to be in life I I in my head what was the life that I wanted in the steps to get there and that's what kind of had mm-hmm. me get my that, that yeah that was that was mine to where that was, was like, your blueprint okay, even though I didn't have like you know like the friends and the people around you like you did that's one of my goals was to have um, friends and really connect. And the thing is, is I do have friends like of you. We, we, we've been friends for a long time, <laughs> hmm. you know. But it was we really, we really have. Was, of course, we weren't 
um, I, I live like an hour away. I don't keep in touch all the time. So how would Dalen know what, what I'm going through? You know what I'm saying? And so the thing is, is also it's actually right. um, opening up and letting people in and letting people know what's wrong was one of those th- um, goals of mine. But uh, for me, it was literally f- picturing the life that I wanted and believing that it was possible for me. Can't I remember saying it like my grandmother told me can is a cuss word. You know what I'm saying? There's there's nothing. Yep, there's nothing you can't mm, do. I it's, remember that. It's literally instead of thinking I can't get it, it's thinking how can I get it? And um, I think oh, what's really what's really powerful. I think you guys will really love. It's a book I'm reading right now that's really helping me out. It's called Growth Mindset, and um, it was talking about the difference between growth and fixed mindsets. And that's I didn't even know that's what I had though. Is what I what my grandmother cultivated in me was a growth mindset that you can achieve everything. You know, people with fixed mindset is life sucks or there's nobody out there perfect for me. Instead of with yeah. the growth, they don't, they don't, they nope, don't know. Nope. It's, it's either you grow. have it or you don't, it's either it is or it's not. But really growth mindset is it's possible, but with the right amount of steps, the right amount of effort, the right amount of motivation to get there, it's going to take time. Some things are quicker, some things are shorter, but everything's possible when you put your mind to it and not just when you put your mind to it because that's become such like a, a phrase that lost its meaning it's really nice when you put your mind to it but when you put the steps towards yeah. it you act on those steps and in those and you do it small digestible Jeez. steps to get to the point that you want you break it down to the most simplest thing uh one of the biggest things like for me was procrastinate like when i was depressed i procrastinated a lot and so what i did was okay let's get up yes, Lord. let's just let's just get up out of bed let's make the bed Let's take a shower. You see what I'm saying? It's That's just one, one step. Reduce it, to, reduce it to the most dumbest thing. Like, you may not have done what you know you needed to do that day, but, bro, mm-hmm. look at how far you've come. Like, that's what you have to realize. That's bigger exactly. than the bigger picture. Exactly. Because you're trying to get there. Exactly. So it's I all mean, a part of the So, place. again, like, literally, take these words what me and Dalen are saying. For one, when you're feeling down depressed, reach out and even if you don't have somebody try to cultivate and seek people who are caring who are empathetic people who actually seem like they care and then on top of that yes reach out to the vibe yes, tribe, yes exactly what we've cultivated here it's not just me and honey it's all of us it's all situation. of us like we are all in it you guys click the follow you guys click the listen button all for a reason and we're all now connected into this same frequency like we are all Mm -hmm. feeding off this vibration now and it's beautiful like we're all gonna heal exactly together we play it on healing also yeah also really quick next to finding people also start looking within yourself and find who's that person that you want to be i think that's one of the biggest things ever is find who you want to be find your purpose in life man that your I'm purpose you, oh listen is to us give you something scene. to live for because that's that's where the depression the is drive it's like, what is you what needed. Is, why am i here what am i doing this what's a, like if you purpose. just go to work Man, every day and you don't yeah like especially if it's not something you're cultivating for yourself like i don't i mean let me just say there are people that love their their regular corporate job or whatever the case may be and they're cool and content mm-hmm. with going home yeah that's their and not being it yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that but i'm sure that there's something else that, that there has to be something else that you wake up and you live for other than that because that job wasn't it all the time 
there had to have been passions and that goes with your healing your inner child you need to know what it is that you find passionate what gases you up because like for instance let's pretend that my hobby is i guess music I, I don't do music like i'm not an artist or anything but i love music and i'm very passionate about mm. it i love to build playlists like yes. i have some pretty expensive yes, playlists like same. from the beginning of time <laughs> <laughs> like epic playlists and they go hours like you can definitely yeah road trip for days for days bro and, and back okay and you won't repeat one oh. song you can still skip some too like i've got plenty but that's my thing i i will never stop like that is something i am passionate about i'm very enthusiastic about music but at the same time i don't just make that like i know that i'm not cut out for it like mm-hmm. that's not what i live to do like i don't want to be a singer and nothing like that but instead i do well, podcasts and i yeah. also you know have my nine to five job or whatever so it's like I, I have reasons. Like my podcast definitely motivates me. Like Rising Lotus in general, the post, the actual putting together the podcast, all of that is very fulfilling for me. And knowing when I get, please also continue to send us feedback, honey and I. Like those are more than they more than feed us to keep going. Like. Um, I'm glad that these messages are hitting home for you. Like if they weren't, then we would be wasting our time and, and you would be wasting yours too, which would be no good for anyone. So I definitely appreciate you guys tuning in today. Again, I wanted to throw in that uh, quick disclaimer that we are not uh, healthcare professionals or any professional of any sort. Uh, but if you do need to seek out that professional helpline, we have the National um, Mental Health Hotline at 1 800 662 We did discuss some pretty heavy uh, topics today, um, speaking on some mental health disorders. If you need to uh, go back and re listen to anything that we have talked about in the previous episodes that can help you with your current uh, disorder, definitely go back and revisit those and leave us a message if there's something that you found that's more successful for you during these times and if you found something that really resonated with you please also share with us um we'd be happy to know you guys so we love you lots uh definitely stay safe uh and i hope you guys are having a good first uh you know, a couple of weeks into the new year. It's crazy out here. But yes, love you guys. (laughs) And please look inward, find your purpose, find friends, get you a counsel, love yourselves, love others. And we'll see you guys next time for sure. My name is Daylin and I co-signed this message. This has been brought to you by Thoughts from Woken Lotus. (laughs) Thoughts from Woken Lotus. (laughs) Love you. Bye.